Did you know Yes. that there used to be a different member of NSYNC? So there did. There did used to be. Yeah. Okay. So like, We wondered yeah. that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because I was saying how NSYNC, the name was made by the last letters of their names, and we couldn't figure out where the other N went. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Because it was Lance, right? And there's no E in NSYNC. At the very beginning, right? Like in Vogue? It's in sync. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be cute. <laughs> what, what, what a bunch of men! What a bunch of men! What a <laughs> mighty good bunch of men! Wait, is that in vogue or is that Salt and Pepper? I think it's in vogue. Okay, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Hilarious joke, then. No, tell me about this guy. Okay, his name was Jason Galasso. Oh, so the N Scottish. came from Jason. Is it? It might be Glasgow, but go on. (laughs) Yeah, so, but then he left the group, and then Lance came in. Oh. And I guess fans tried to nickname him, like, Lanston, so he has an N in Ah! there. (laughs) Lanston Hughes. (laughs) I know things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why did the other guy leave? I don't know. Was he kicked out? Was he... I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want the fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I honestly don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. That's 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 the part that would bother me. Mm. Would be being hugely popular and wealthy beyond my dreams. Yeah, and still not even as popular as Justin Timberlake. (laughs) It's all about. It's like you just work your whole life. And how much do you think they hate him? Third dog. Yeah. Third dog. (laughs) Which which two members do you think he'd be above? Chris Kirkpatrick. Uh huh. And don't you say it. <laughs> don't you say it, Alice. You don't even know who this guy is. Don't you dare. Don't you dare put this stranger, this unknown, this charlatan above Joey Fatone. Don't you do it, Alice. Don't you freaking do it. You're out of sync. <gasps> This is Doug. This is Alice. And tomorrow is National Grab Some Nuts Day. I love National Grab Some Nuts Day. Alice, get off me. If you have to dive for the meat, there's not enough meat. You know what's fun? What's fun, Alice? Sandwiches. But... I love sandwiches. But flipped. You know how I don't like sandwiches? Uh Uh-huh. Because, I don't know, I like to deconstruct them. Yeah, you like all your ingredients to be separate. Yeah, so I'll just stand over my sink and eat a little bit of lunch meat. I'll uh-huh. eat a, a little bread, and then I'll eat a little salad, and yeah. and that's it. But recently, we went to see Lightyear. We did. We did go see Lightyear. Yeah, and probably the... Based on the Toy Story franchise, mm, perhaps yes. you've heard of it. Yes, and perhaps the... The thing that I got most out of that movie Mm -hmm. was the sandwich of the future. (laughs) The meat sandwich. Major spoilers to follow. (laughs) It's really it's a really funny bit. Possible spoiled sandwiches. (laughs) It's meat on the outside with one slice of bread inside. Uh It's hilarious. uh Yeah, 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 yeah. They do a funny bit about it. They're like, well, why would you put meat on the outside? It gets the table wet. And they're like, oh, but you get juicy fingers. That's the best part. Juicy fingers are the best part. (laughs) So are you telling me that you... Well, but you've told me in the past one of the reasons you don't like sandwiches is because... Gotta use your hands. Or picking up food in general is because you don't like the feeling of stuff on your hands. 
But would you be up for trying a meat on the outside sandwich? I feel like if we had that, I would use. I wouldn't feel um, awkward or shamed for using a fork and a knife. That's not. You're not. It's the, like you're eating a hot brown, an open not face e- sandwich. Except no. <laughs> I have nothing against a hot brown, but anyone who calls that a sandwich is lying to you. Oh, so you don't think open face sandwiches are sandwiches? I don't think. No. Sandwich has to be encompassed hmm. by its. Well, this is a whole bread argument product, then, doesn't like it? Like tacos and hot dogs and. Right. Yeah. I feel like I don't have Rats. a huge opinion on that. Mm-hmm. I-, I see the argument about. Especially hot dogs and hamburgers, obviously. A hamburger is a sandwich. Come on. Mm. But a hot dog, I see the argument both ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. However people want to call it. If you want to call it a sandwich, go ahead. But you gotta, it's because it's, it's surrounded. It's left and right. And even bottom. I mean, that's, that's three quarters surrounded. Look left, look right. It's a deep cut Look from Alice Shin. That's a uh, song <laughs> from the film Both Ways, the movie so that I wrote you, and directed. Would you like meat on the outside? Would I like you on the outside? Meat! Oh. <laughs> I was going to say sometimes. I mean. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, the more meat, the better always. So if you're mm. saying that you're going to double the meat, yeah, then I mean, I would try it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like breaking through the bread, that feeling of uh, going deep diving for the meat. <laughs> it's like a treasure hunt. <laughs> Is it not like a treasure hunt? If you have to dive for the meat, there's not enough meat. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps deep dive wasn't the correct what are expression. What talking about? If- <laughs> oh, don't be gross, Alice. <laughs> No, it's like a dig. It's like a, it's like I'm a old California prospector, you know? Mm. And it's like this is 1823 or something. Get that gold. <laughs> I made up a date. If I'm anywhere close to right, I am shocked. Well, yeah, probably 18-something. 1849? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, the 49ers? Is gold, that what they were named yeah, after? Yeah, Gold Rush. Mm-hmm. Dang, nailed it. Clementine? Oh, Clementine. I'll just edit that. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, it's like I'm in 1949. <laughs> oh, just like that Derek robot in the movie. You're want, you you want to head south and you, take a left at. <laughs> you guys just spoil. Like this is a new movie, Alice. Stop spoiling. Light but it's here towards for the end. It's towards the end. I bet everybody exactly. who wanted to see it has already seen it. That's why you shouldn't. Hold on. I just said to you. Don't spoil this movie. And you said, no, no, no. That part's towards the end. No, 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 no. I meant it's the end of the run of the movie. So I figure everybody had seen it Girl, listen. A lot of people are waiting for it to come to Disney Plus because they shell out big bucks for Disney Plus. What? It hasn't come to Disney Plus yet? I don't believe so. Uh Uh-oh. That's why it's still in the theater. But hey, it's got like three post-credit scenes. Would you? Oh. What is wrong with you? Don't say anything else about the movie. (laughs) Doug bought light year you know, cereal. You know Tim Allen's not in it, right? Everybody knows okay. that. I did buy light year cereal. <laughs> I didn't buy it because I was like, "Ooh, light year!" I bought it because it was a dollar twenty nine <laughs> on clearance at Ruler Marketing. Foods. <laughs> but you know what's crazy about the toys? We saw some of the toys at Walmart. The toys look like. The toys from Toy Story. They don't look like the animation of Lightyear. And that irks me. 
I think that's how it should be. What? Because that is indicative of the toy that Andy got. Because it because if that the movie in canon is from 1995. Oh, now you're giving spoilers. Everyone knows that. No, the... I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, that's the premise of the film. Well, that is very early on in the film when it's they're the like, oh, this was see. Andy's favorite movie. This is that movie. Yeah, I thought that was the premise of the whole thing. Um, mm. So forgive me if you didn't know that. But but it's supposed to be that this movie was made and really, or whatever. It's it really... looked really good for 1995. <laughs> it did. <laughs> <laughs> It was released in 1995, and Andy loved it, and he wanted his Buzz Lightyear, and then he gets it for his birthday or whatever. Oh, and then it, and then, uh, it replaces his other toys. Mm. Now I'm going to give you the spoilers to Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is, like, it, it should look like the toys that are released should look like the toy that Andy received. Mm. I-M-H-O. Well, they have different series of them, so the ones of... The human Buzz Lightyear in his, like, regular clothes. Uh-huh. That looks like the animation of Lightyear. But the Buzz Lightyear toy still looks like a Buzz Lightyear toy, like, in his white and green suit. Right, 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 right. So that's weird. So see, there's something for the kids and something for the nostalgias <laughs> and something for you and something for me. <laughs> it's a small world after all. Hmm. Etc. They don't even make any of the other characters. Is our whole world revolving around Lightyear right now? Yeah. I got the, got cereal, the cereal. We saw the movie. We went I to Walmart got, looked at the toys. I even got vegan dogs that were branded <laughs> with Buzz Lightyear because the brand of the vegan dogs are Light Life. So I'm sure they did a Lightyear <laughs> little thing in there. Uh-huh. How did how did Disney Pixar get the vegans? Like, like <laughs> how? <laughs> So you so you bought vegan hot dogs because Buzz Lightyear was on the package. I wasn't going to, but someone was like, "Hey, it's it'll be fun." They're only like three dollars and two cents, and that is cheaper. <laughs> three dollars and two usual. cents. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's uh, a <laughs> to infinity and beyond meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not beyond meat it's not that does brand. it say that on the thing no the... i just made that up <gasps> that's but it's not that brand it's light life oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's not the brand beyond Meat. well that's hilarious i bet they wish they could have said that right like dang oh, it that's so funny <gasps> maybe beyond meat because yeah if disney and pixar are gonna go for the vegan market they probably want other ones too like beyond Meat and biolife I knew. Well, I'm guessing you can only. I'm guessing you can't do both because are they, they're, oh. they're competitors, right? Oh, okay, I see what you mean. So I bet, yeah, there was a. Then they really war. should have picked Beyond Meat. Well, <laughs> you, you know how these bidding wars go. That's crazy. Yeah. We also saw the. Um, I mean, if you go to Walmart and look around for 15 minutes, you're going to run a 15,000 products that, for no reason, say Lightyear on them. <laughs> we saw that yogurt. Oh, right. Well, there was nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing special about it. No yeah. special flavor, color, anything. It just had Buzz no, Lightyear on yeah, the Yeah, no Buzz Lightyear sprinkle, shaped sprinkles inside or anything. Right. No free toy. Yeah. And so, yeah, we were, we were thinking about why weren't any of the other characters made into toys? Even the cat, which seemed like... Very the very marketable cute thing. Yeah, I don't want to say that none of the others were made into toys, but certainly they weren't at Walmart. Oh. And you would think you would think of all places. Yeah, like you're gonna go to Walmart, but there were just tons and tons of Buzz Lightyears, and then um the the 
the big villain thing, whatever uh, it's called. Zerg. Zerg, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I mean, one little one little package of Lightyear came with... Uh, the cat. There, yeah. Like a little a, figurine. There's a cat in the movie. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. But it came with this little cat. But, like, it's a little bitty one. Like, it's a cat. Sell a plush version. Sell a... <laughs> yeah, a life-size plush version. I would love that. <laughs> you would. And Lightyear has, like, this whole team behind him. Right. And they're all, like, people of color. And we were thinking, well, in 1995, maybe they wouldn't have made toys for them. So it's all meta, you know. It's- <laughs> That's what it is. Like, we could make a lot of money, but we want to be true to the era. <laughs> fascinating, fascinating uh, business decisions, Pixar. <laughs> it's the future in the past. What'd you think of the film? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> What'd you think of the film, Alice? Oh, it was it was cute and fun, and then like towards the oh, careful, the, Alice. Towards the end of the third act, perhaps it got kind of messy. Okay. Yeah, animation was great, and there were a couple of really great. I thought Chris Evans, like he did a great job of being his voice, but mm-hmm. still a little bit Tim Allen tinged. You said great a lot, so that's good. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, but then there were a couple of lines straight from the original Toy Story that sounded so much like Tim Spoilers. Allen. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder <laughs> if they used the original audio or if they zhuzhed Chris Evans's voice a little bit. You love saying zhuzhed when you're not sure exactly what word zhuzh. you should use there. No, zhuzh means to, you know, adjust, you know, to tweak. Zhuzh. Oh, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes when I've been sitting for a while, I have to do that to my crotch. <laughs> Gotta zhuzh your crotch you a little bit. I'm zhuzhing a little. <laughs> oh. But saying it past tense is kind of difficult. Zhuzhed. Zhuzhed. Gotta zhuzhed. How do you spell zhuzh? Z-H-U-Z-H. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all are buying this, but... Yeah, man. I think it's fascinating. Neologizz. Yeah, neologizz. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Stop saying jizz. Mm-hmm. I guess we could find out next month on uh, It Went Terribly if, uh, How if you're telling spell? the truth. Huh? If you're telling the truth about zhuzh being a word. It'll be- probably be in the next few years. Because, <laughs> because every month, at the beginning of the month here on Going Terribly, uh, mm-hmm. we look back over the past several weeks and what we got right and wrong. Yeah. And what we needed further explanation on. Mm-hmm. And we bring it to you, the listener, the faithful, the expectant. The few. The proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure they're proud. Uh, I think listen to us is like reading Hustler or something. What? It's like, no, I don't do that. And then they... They listen to us for the articles. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's August 2nd right now, which means it's the first episode of August. Yes. And we're going to do some It Went Terribly's. It's a, it's a family size today. Really? Here we go. It Went Terribly. So does family size mean there's a lot? Ute. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Well. There's a pretty good amount. Are you ready for it, Alice? I suppose. Is we're- this like a Sam's Club sized amount? Yes, it's we're we're doing it in bulk today. <laughs> we're doing it in bulk. Let's let's see let's see how much we have to say about these. It'll be it'll, it'll be fun. Okay. Uh, well, it doesn't start off fun. I'll tell you that right now. It doesn't start off fun at all. Little Richard is still alive, right? I don't know. 
Well, a couple weeks ago, we thought he was. He ain't. Oh. Little Richard died May 9th, 2020, at 87 wow. years old. So soon, though. You know, it's okay. Yeah, a couple of years we now. We just missed it a little bit. He was 87. Wow. Died of that bone cancer. Mm. It's never a good way to go. Mm. So I'd like to, you know, move on from that. Oh, uh, I have another really quick thing. I mm. debated just leaving it off, but we said we would clarify, so I'll, I'll just put it in here. Uh, you mentioned Kath and Kim a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, as some sort of a British TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Ginny Adams, who listens... She's like our new fact checker. ...to the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she comes up a couple times we here. We should hire her. Okay. <laughs> She could take intern Sean's place, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been at work in like three months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you still... That, that FML, uh, the family leave, fuck my family. <laughs> <laughs> intern Sean, what have you been doing, buddy? Oh my goodness. The whole family. So, Kath... <laughs> Kath and Kim is actually a, an Australian sitcom, mm. Jenny pointed out. And it was, I don't even know how you two know about this show. It was on for four seasons from 2002 to 2007. And I was not I inter- never watched it. I was not interested enough to like look up more about it. Like I, I glossed over the, the Wikipedia entry, etc. I didn't see anything that looks, looked familiar. You know what's crazy? What's up? I... Like, uh, sounds of words, they get stuck in my head. So, Kath Zhuzh. and Kim, yeah. So, Kath and Kim, I don't think I ever watched. I don't know where I would have heard it from. But it made me think of a Magic the Gathering card I used to have <laughs> called... Fascinating. Yeah, called Amrau Kithkin. And I feel like that's what oh. was in my head when I thought of, oh, Kath and Kim. Amrau Kithkin. Yes, she was a something like a kitty cat. I don't, I, I don't know who she was, but she, she was a she was a person Kitten. that one could fight with. Okay, I didn't know you were a Magic the Gathering you person. No, I well, I really wasn't. I just started collecting a few of the cards because of the art. Oh, that's what. But you I do. never. But I never really played. That's what you do sometimes. Did you ever collect pogs? No. Mm, I feel like I could have gotten a I lot of pogs. I wasn't allowed to have pets. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> It's like your Care Bear collecting. Oh, yeah. That was pointless because I don't even like Care Bears. I didn't watch them. I didn't collect them when I was a kid. I got them from Walmart because when I was in college, Walmart had them for like $5.88 and they always had a new one come in and I had to collect them. And they were ethnically diverse, unlike the Lightyear toys. <laughs> right. Like some were elephants. Some were elephants. Some were... Uh, Oh, those aren't care bears. Other animals, like raccoons, I believe they're called. Yeah. But just as cool. Mm -hmm. Could they also do the Care Bear stare, even though they weren't Care Bears? I'm sure they could. They had the white bellies with a symbol. Okay, okay. Then surely they could. Awesome. Who the fuck's Shirley? (laughs) Shut your... (laughs) What's the next one? Shush up, Alice. Uh, The next one, also... uh, Jenny Adams brought to mm. our attention mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago only. We were talking about Godiva oh, and Lady Godiva, mm-hmm. and I referred to that as being a Beatles song because I always thought the song Lady Godiva was a Beatles song. I thought you were making a joke. I was not. Because I know it's Lady Madonna. So everyone knows... Well, hold on. I don't want to assume everybody does, but... there. 
1967 Peter and Gordon song called Lady Godiva. Who is Peter and Gordon? <laughs> they were a duo hmm. who did the song Lady Godiva. Oh, okay. At the time, uh, I watched a live video on YouTube recently, and they were on Mil- <laughs> Milton Berle's show, mm. and he said they were the biggest act to come from uh, England, Great Britain, what? the United Kingdom, <laughs> since the Beatles. Ah! <laughs> and we never heard of them again. Yeah, I don't know. So all these years when I've heard that song, I thought that was the Beatles, and I was completely wrong. Mm. But it turns out they have a song called Lady Madonna, which Ginny thought I was talking uh-huh, about. Uh-huh. But I don't know that song. Uh-huh. So this was just a big old web. A wild goose chase. I guess. Do you know that song, Lady Madonna? Yes. Okay. Which came out in 1968. By the way, a year after Lady Godiva. What? That's crazy. So is the Lady Godiva song about the chocolate or about the woman? <laughs> I think it's the woman. Okay. I don't think it's... Uh... I wonder if that brand was out already. <sighs> we'll find out. <laughs> you, love, you love just making things for me to look for. <laughs> hey, Doug, find out when Godiva came out. Hey, Doug, I have a math test next week. Can you find out what the quadratic equation Pythagorean theorem of radiuses is i know the quadratic formula it's like the square root of a b there's there's a minus b in there minus b with a square root and the b plus c over a squared plus b squared equals c squared you see what you're doing here what by doing that if you're wrong no matter what if you're right or wrong i now have to look that up in case it was wrong (laughs) you just gave me work to do in math no it's for jenny to do okay <laughs> Thanks, Jenny, in advance, because intern Sean's off screwing his family. Whoa! Um, uh, the Starbucks logo. Mm. Alice said that it was a mermaid, and I thought that you had said that it was originally a mermaid. Um, I think what I meant was it used to have the Starbucks like circle around it, and then it changed to just the image. So I had that backwards. Oh yeah, I don't know. Any, I mm-hmm. I don't know previous current whatever mm-hmm. but, apparently um, it used to be brown oh like ups like yeah <laughs> order some ice cream that's a deep cut oh <laughs> <laughs> took you a second to react to that one i didn't get it that's fine uh so it's the starbucks logo is a siren thanks jenny for pointing out all yeah, our mistakes i didn't i didn't know so a siren is a two-tailed mermaid that yeah. So what does that even mean? So it is a mermaid, but it's a two-tailed mermaid. And sirens would lure sailors toward rocky shores by singing to them. Mm. And then the sailors would crash and die. Oh. So I knew that sirens did that, but I never knew that they were part fish. I thought they were just women. Um I also looked up and in and in old, old, olden mythology times, mm-hmm. a siren was actually half woman, half bird. Ooh. So I don't know when people switched over to the fish. So like thing. a harpy. Well, maybe that's just a different kind of siren because harpies also like have a very distinct call. <sighs> Next month, uh, it <laughs> went terribly. I don't know what a harpy is. Mm. I think it's like a bird human. <laughs> I wonder. That's Michael Keaton. Which... I think. <laughs> I wonder which hole they have. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Michael Keaton was a bird man, mm-hmm. but in Batman Returns, he, he fought a bird man. What? 
The penguin. Oh. Are penguins birds? I just put that. You know. Shush. Shush, Alice. (laughs) Am I using that right? I don't know. But, okay. So, a siren. If they were turned into a human, does that mean they would have four legs? (laughs) I don't. Who would turn them into a human? A sea witch. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Oh, right. You don't watch animated movies. Oh yeah! Oh oh the uh, the Little Mermaid right? Yes. yes. Wait, uh, did Ursula turn her into a human? Yes. Wait, I thought she wanted to be a human. Yeah, and that's how she, she doesn't have powers herself. She went to the sea witch and signed a contract in exchange for her voice. Oh, that's how she lost yes. her. Yeah. Yeah. She just you just thought she had laryngitis. You got to kiss from, the girl from coming up. Yeah. Um, underwater too and, fast. She got the bends. Yeah. <laughs> And they had that whole song about how you don't need consent to kiss a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, so how does that? What sometimes does that have you're to do troubled. Losing her voice, huh? You thought she just she was just quiet. <laughs> I knew that Ursula had taken away her voice, but I forgot she was the one who gave her legs. Oh, okay. Ursula giveth and Ursula taketh away. I mean, we kind of knew that from the start. She's a sea witch. <laughs> Stop saying sea witch. Why? I don't know. It's so funny it every time you sandwich? say sandwich. <laughs> she likes her sea on the outside. Whoa! Doesn't make any sense. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> like a penis. <laughs> I clearly do not remember the, the plot to The Little Mermaid. I haven't seen this since I was a child. And I thought that she was a mermaid the entire movie. And then this... And then... Uh, Ursula like killed her dad or something. No, and I might be getting that mixed up with most other Disney movies. Maybe the actual Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale. Mm. <laughs> I'm not a religious guy, but God. I thought that Ursula took her voice and killed her dad. And I, I guess I didn't know why. And then I thought that is it Eric? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Prince Eric. Mm-hmm. And then I thought Eric like fell in love with this voiceless mermaid because. That's what sailors do. They love mermaids. Because they're constantly being shouted at by sirens. They find one who shuts up and they're like, yeah, (laughs) wife me up. Thanks for not trying to get me killed, Ariel. (laughs) I guess he wouldn't know her name, would he? Because it's like printed on her underwear. I don't know. (laughs) Because he didn't need consent to get in there, apparently. Whoa! Disney. Uh, Hmm. Boy, you better do it soon. No time to be better. (sighs) It don't take a word, not a single word. Go on and kiss the girl. Okay, well, look. The way to break the spell was for Eric to kiss her. So they were trying to help her. Okay, but she could, like, write down, you can kiss me. No, nobody wrote. Or she could point to her mouth and be like, Yeah, nobody wrote anything down. Learn some ASL. I mean, she was able to sign her name. She could have told him her name. Yeah. Aerial sign language. So I I thought that... Oh, like up in the air. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like with the uh, the blue demons or whatever they're called. The airplane people. Oh. That's not what they're I called. I think that's going to be an inwit. Blue Angels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Can, cut, I can cross that off the list next month. <laughs> so I, I thought that she was a mermaid the entire time, and she wanted nothing more than to go up to to the earth. It's true, but that's the first act in oh, inciting okay. incident. Well then, and I thought that like once she got kissed, she would become a she would get her legs and her voice. She would, yes. But I don't, yeah. But the contract, and if she didn't, she would become one of those green pod things. 
Green pod things. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way. Like kelp. They look like kelp. Sorry about the spoilers for Little Mermaid, everyone. Oh, my God. And also, the wrong spoilers for Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> what story are you writing? Don't worry about it. Mm. Working on my next movie. Mm. Uh, we talked about people having different colored eyes a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I think we were just curious about it. You seem skeptical. I was very skeptical. That real humans could have that. Did you know they could, or did you think they could? I know they could. Nice. Good job for you. So our friend Stephanie Osborne backed you up on that, Mm. because she does uh, portraits of folks, Mm -hmm. and she said in all of her years, she's only had, was it four people, she said? I don't remember. Four people who had different colored eyes? Mm. If I'm wrong, Stephanie. (laughs) I'm not correcting it next month. That's so little. That's so little, Stephanie. (laughs) Um, so I looked it up, and it's uh, when you have two different colored eyes on the same person, it's called heterochromia iridium. Hmm. And when you have a variety of color within a single iris, whoa, that's called heterochromia iridis. Hmm. So there you go. Thank you very much, Internet. What about those cats with the half black face and half orange face? I don't think that has anything to do with eyes. Their eyes are different color on, oh, on either are side. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. Well, I didn't get into cat genealogy, Alice. Mm. That's not what I'm here for. Uh, anyway, around 1% of people. I don't know how much that is. One out of 100? They actually estimate 11 out of 1,000, but, I mean, close enough. Hmm. Have you ever met someone knowingly who had two different colors of eyes? No. How can they possibly say 1% of people? We've met just hundreds of people. I've never met anybody with two different colored eyes. Oh. Is that how probability works? Apparently not. Uh, but then again, you don't make eye contact. That's true. <laughs> and I always meet people in the daytime, and they're wearing sunglasses. Ugh. Oh, uh, why is bread bad for ducks, Alice? Oh. Well, we talked about how you shouldn't give bread to ducks, right? Didn't you say that it expands their stomachs? Uh, I think I did suggest that. That's not really a correct thing. Oh. It's it's along those lines, but here it is. It, uh, bread gives ducks little nutritional value. Oh. Like, hardly any. But it also fills them up. And so the ducks will not go foraging for food that they need to stay healthy. Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like when uh, little Billy spoils his uh, his pork chop dinner there with a with a Twinkie or seven. <laughs> like, Billy, put that six Twinkie down, buddy. I like Twinkies. So that's what the duck does. He'll just eat bread until he's full. Oh. And just like humans, I guess. Yeah. Bread's delicious. Mm. <laughs> and then um, uneaten bread, like if you throw bread around the park, uneaten bread will grow mold, oh. which uh, makes ducks sick if they come mm. back to eat it later. Mm-hmm. And then also bread in the water, if you're like in a pond, a lake, what have you, mm-hmm. uh, bread in the water will contribute to the growth of algae, Oh my god! which can kill animals and spread disease. Bread is just awful. <laughs> It'll also draw pests and pests. whatnot, which will bother the ducks and could spread disease. Mm-hmm. So don't give them, don't give them bread. But I have a list here okay. for, for those of you in these hot summer months who would like to uh, go down to your local park, pond, etc., and feed some ducks. Mm-hmm. You ready, Alice? 
picture. Jot these down. We'll go feed some ducks later. You've already got it written down over there. <laughs> okay. Sweet corn? Mm-hmm. Sweet corn, that's a good one. Didn't we see, like, super sweet corn at Ruler recently? We did see super sweet what corn. What does that even mean? I don't know. The ingredients just said corn, water, and salt. So I think it's all marketing. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear was on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also take a duck lettuce. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta tear it up really good, but you can take them lettuce. Oh, like a big piece would choke them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give them a big piece. Mm. Uh, frozen peas. Mm, you it, said that, yeah. Right, I did say that, and they do. I mean, they'll f- peas thaw quickly. They need to defrost before you give them to a duck. But uh, oats, I mentioned before, oats. Yeah. You asked if they could eat bird seed. Uh-huh. That's one of the suggested things. Okay. Yes, bird seed. Rice. Oh. They can eat what? rice. Right? Unlike a, what are doves? Because mm. that's the thing. You don't give doves rice. Like birds in the air. Yeah, I guess so. Those blow have up. rice. Yeah. Rice. And you can give them rice cooked or uncooked. I was going to ask that next. Ah! Crazy. Well, isn't that different then? It's like because uncooked rice will get bigger in their stomachs so they might end up eating more of it and not realize how full they are just like humans yeah maybe i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) just like humans who eat uncooked rice oh oh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll have some for dinner i'll let you know how it goes okay (laughs) i'll just explode (laughs) to come clean up my room and like call a coroner i guess i don't know uh, gr- Ew. <laughs> what happened here? Well, listen to this podcast episode. Nobody you, puts, you'll see. Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> what? Uh, the corner. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grapes cut in half? That's a lot of work. You can... <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm the one who always cuts your olives. That's don't a lot say, of work. Don't say my olives. You're usually <laughs> the one who wants olives. We have our taco night, and you're like, I want cut olives. Wait a minute. You said you like cutting olives. I do, but it's a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> just cut them in half. It's like cutting a cherry tomato in half. You just do it over and over. I don't like cutting cherry tomatoes. They're harder, <laughs> and they squish out. Sorry. You do not like cutting small round things in half i like cutting olives all right (laughs) but they're hollow that's the difference so the thing with the grapes and the uh and the and the lettuce is that ducks don't chew (laughs) what stupid ducks (laughs) stupid ducks you act like they have the ability to and they just choose not to (laughs) yeah i guess that yeah their beaks are so long and their teeth are so elongated it's kind of just like mash, 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 <laughs> mash, mash, mash. That sounds. That's the sound they make. Here, have some oats, there, Mister Duck. Mash, 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 mash. So that the, the pieces of food need to be small so the duck can eat it. Mm. There you go. Now I feel like we've done a service here. People can go out and feed some ducks. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I, I feel yes. good about myself. Yes. Uh, this atones for our you know three to four episodes of nonsense a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you want to stay on food? Okay. You asked if French Toast Crunch was still around? Yes. And 
during that Walmart trip where mm-hmm. we saw Lightyear, we mm-hmm. went to the cereal aisle and we found French Toast Crunch. It was Crunch. there. Mm-hmm. 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 I have some information on that. Okay. It uh, First of all, it originated in 1995. Ooh, what? This whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, those were the two biggest parts of 1995. <laughs> Toy Story and French Toast Crunch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the cereal was discontinued in 2006. <gasps> And then, due to popular demand, brought back in 2014. <gasps> but <gasps> in Canada, <gasps> it never went away. <gasps> they just kept it around, girl. <laughs> We're not willing to give up our French toast crunch, eh? Well, because French, yeah, French Canadian. What? <laughs> French, <laughs> French Canadian toast crunch. Yeah, is French toast one of those foods that's not actually French? It is, yes. It is, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. then that would make sense. That French toast cereal would stay in Canada. Oh, yeah. Smart, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, also, don't give French toast crunch to ducks. Oh, yeah. It's a little known fact. The armor hot dogs. Oh. We were on that for a while. And uh, do armor hot dogs exist? Was there an armor hot dogs jingle, as you claimed? Mm. How's it go again? Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. What kinds of kids love to eat armor hot dogs? Fat kids, skinny kids, kids that climb on rocks, tall kids, short kids, even kids with chicken pox. Love hot dogs. <laughs> armor hot dogs. Even kids with chicken pox. It's like... It's like chicken pox make you not want hot dogs anymore. Oh, my God. Except armor ones. <laughs> so Andy Jones, our good friend Andy Jones who listens to the show, mm-hmm. he backed you up on that. Mm-hmm. I, I looked it up. The jingle's real. Well, good. <laughs> this isn't one of those I mean, Mandela effect you, things. Yeah, why would you? You mean the greenhouse effect? I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look things up, Alice. Um, Doug is from a different timeline where I the Mandela am... effect is called the greenhouse effect. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, the jingle is from 1967. Wow. Yeah. And um, I, I I tried to find Armor Hot Dogs. Walmart has a listing for them, but they are out of stock. <laughs> Forever. Quotes. Yeah, I don't know. And I couldn't find them for sale anywhere else online. Like, no listings for them i've i I looked at the package i've never seen that package in a store so i don't know in theory (laughs) they still exist i looked at the armor uh at their website and all their meats and all they list are their canned meats their vena sausages their treat Mm. what have you um corned beef i have no clarification if armor hot dogs still exist or not Hmm. it's just you'd think with the internet at our i'd say i spent 20 minutes on this this was the most in-depth research I did for It Went Terribly This Week, and I have nothing to show for it. Should I feel sympathy for you? Absolutely. Hmm. But if you find armor hot dogs, don't give them to ducks. Are ducks herbivores? I believe so. Hmm. I guess I don't know. What's the difference between <laughs> spare ribs and baby back ribs? Ah. You asked about that one, Alice. The thing is, I'm never going to retain this information. Well, you can look back at episode 96, and you'll always know. Okay. It'll always be there at your fingertips. Mm. 
It'll always be there at your <clears throat> rib tips. <laughs> you, I don't listen to podcasts with my ribs. It'll be at my, my stirrup and anvil and hammer in my ears. Tell, yeah, you, just, you think you're so smart because <laughs> you know all the terminology for ear parts. <laughs> Eardrum. Oh, I forgot that, yeah. Canal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ear lobe. Is the auricle something? A <laughs> U R I C L E. Spare ribs mm. are larger and meatier, and they have more bone and fat. Uh, is that is that what I what? Hey, how do they have meat and bone? What? They're just they're bigger. Oh. They're bigger. Okay. But do they have cartilage? I didn't actually see a mention of the cartilage in the description. So baby back ribs have more cartilage? I didn't see a description of the cartilage the in the description. Baby I... rib backs have less bone? <laughs> baby rib backs. <laughs> baby back ribs are smaller, they're more curved, and they're leaner and more tender. Hmm. So you have that. The baby back ribs... Uh, they are the upper rib cage that connects to the backbone, <laughs> so they're that part, and then below that, the the other part, that's closer to holding in all the guts and stuff. Uh huh. That's the spare ribs. Ooh. Yeah. So now we know that. I'm really excited about knowing that. You know what? When uh, Doug was gesturing a moment ago, and he was making vertical gestures, which makes me think he's like eating spare ribs of humans. What? Yeah. You like you should be gesturing horizontally. Like when No, you, like I was the, doing the vertically because they, they stand in all fours. So the ribs start at the top and they come down. Okay. Okay. You see? Sure. Well nobody can see this. Sure. <laughs> Does that make more sense now? Okay. Uh and then a St. Louis style is a spare rib that is trimmed down. Mm-hmm. So that is just the style of rib. I'm not going to retain any of this. That's why they, like, fall flat. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you want to know the difference between Kansas City style and Memphis style ribs. <sighs> why? <laughs> I hate you so much. I don't like learning things. You're the one who asked this one. <laughs> you asked the last two things. I like to ask questions. I don't really need them answered. Just a monster. <laughs> Just a monster. <laughs> so a Kansas City... <laughs> A Kansas City barbecue is sweet and tangy. Ooh. It's made of a tomato base with molasses and sweetener, and it's thicker than Memphis sauce. Oh. And then, <laughs> hate you, Memphis barbecue is usually dry rubbed with a sauce on the side, mm. and that sauce is spicier and tangier mm. and thinner. Did you just pronounce the G in tangy? Yeah, I'm or upset. tangy? <laughs> I over-enunciate my G's <laughs> when I've been infuriated. <laughs> infuriate. Oh, there's no G in infuriate. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hot, Alice? Yeah. Your braids start, starting to stop working? My braids? Starting to stop? <laughs> Is your brain losing its focus? Yes. Uh, could you die from eating dry cinnamon, Alice? Oh, boy. Should I give you some dry cinnamon right now? Are you trying to kill me? This is what I'm saying. Mm. So I won't die, is it? Is what you're saying. 
would kill me. <laughs> You'll find out soon. <laughs> I'll find out soon. Oh, right, because I'll be dead. You'll be dead. <laughs> so th- did you know about these cinnamon eating uh, challenges? Yes, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I could tell you about that. I mean, you know how they worked? Just you- eat a teaspoon or is it a tablespoon of cinnamon? Uh, it says a spoonful of ground cinnamon. 60 seconds you have to eat it. No drinking. And apparently that's really dangerous. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are all kinds of health risks because uh, it, coats, it coats your mouth and throat and dries them out. Throat coat. Ah! <laughs> so uh, you can cough and gag. You can vomit. <gasps> oh, no. Uh, you can also inhale the cinnamon accidentally, and that'll mm. cause throat irritation. Yeah. There's a risk of pneumonia from it. What? And you could get a collapsed lung. Oh, my God. Right? A teaspoon of cinnamon. That's... Makes your lung go down. <laughs> Why aren't more people killed by this? I don't know. So a lot of people went to the hospital for it. Seems kind of easy. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can also uh, like come together and form a clump that'll clog your airway, <laughs> which can keep you from breathing. Why'd you laugh at that? This just feels really easy. I, I don't know why... More people don't do this to other people. Right, if you're if you're like really not feeling someone anymore. <laughs> like, hey man, you seen the cinnamon challenge? You. <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> hey, you want to do a cinnamon challenge? You go first. <laughs> um, it uh, cinnamon also has a chemical. I didn't look up how to pronounce this, but it's C O U M A R I N, coumarin, coumarin. Uh, it is moderately toxic to the liver and to kidneys in large amounts. Jeez. And is a spoonful considered a large amount? Uh, I, I, my assumption, I didn't... My, per person. My assumption is you probably need to do the challenge more than once. Mm. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you probably... Gracious. Probably shouldn't do that challenge, folks. So can you die from eating dry cinnamon? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. And it'll be like a long, drawn-out death, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. complications after being in the hospital. <laughs> right. It's like long COVID. I was about to say long, that. Long, long Cinnabid. I, I was about to say that. <laughs> Cinnabid. That sounds delicious. That's like in the pancake aisle. <laughs> or maybe with the biscuits. Like, it's rolled up and you pop the can and, like, you throw some Cinnabids in the oven. <laughs> so, be careful if you're going to eat just dry cinnamon mm-hmm. but it is okay to give ducks what i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done with food stuff wow we're gonna transition because I, I i i thought this was interesting this whole group of stuff we're getting into right here uh we we discussed the television program dinner in a movie mm-hmm. for on the tbs network yeah where they would watch movies and make food as they go mm-hmm and did you know that was on from 1995? Oh! <laughs> the first thing they made was French Toast Crunch. And they watched Toy Story. Wait, really? No. Oh! <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> Sorry. I would have burst into tears. Oh, no. Just out of sheer joy. Aw. Way to take that away from me. Would <laughs> <laughs> you rather I lie to you and then you find out later that it was not real? Well, I would have had the catharsis already, so it wouldn't matter. I'll remember that next time. I'll just tell you lies. <laughs> tell you sweet little lies. Sweet little. 
Wasn't that the name of that song that was also a Beatles-ish? Oh, Lies by the Knickerbockers. The Knickerbockers! Y'all, if you've never heard the song Lies... <laughs> y'all was like the beginning of an MC. <laughs> y'all! <laughs> <laughs> y'all, listen to this. <laughs> well, hit up... Uh, you're already listening to us on some service, so unless it's a podcast-exclusive service, use that one because you've already... You've been so nice to them. Uh, use that. Go look up the song Lies by the Knickerbockers and tell us that's not the Beatles. Right. It's the Beatles. So did you know that the dinner and a movie went on until 2011? Seems long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was still on up until 10 years ago. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I thought it was like 95 to 98. I didn't know. <laughs> so, And Paul Gilmartin was a host the entire time. Mm. And uh, I, I I remember him being with a woman. I couldn't think of who it was. Annabelle Gerwich. That name sounds familiar. Well, we'll get to her in a second. Annabelle Gerwich from 96 to 2002. That's the one I remember. After her uh, was Lisa Cushell. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. After her was Janet Varney. Oh, what fun. Yeah. And Janet Varney was there from 2005 to 2011 when they when they wrapped up. Uh-huh. So that is that is some crazy stuff. Who's Annabelle Gerwich? Annabelle Gerwich. Is her meat on the outside? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you can tweet her and ask. Oh. <laughs> Annabelle Gerwich is a uh, uh, an actress, uh, a multi-talented individual. Hmm. Who uh, back in I want to say 2002 was cast in Writer's Block, which was a an off Broadway pair of one act plays written and directed by Woody Allen. Are you reading from something, or do you just know this? I know this. What? <laughs> well, I, I did my, I did my research because this is kind of to me this was fascinating. I hope you and the listeners agree. <laughs> so she was she was cast in this show Writer's Block. Okay. Mm. And then a few days into it, during rehearsals, Woody Allen fired her because she said that he told her, you seem to be the R word. So, you know, more more good press for Woody Allen there, obviously. Um, So, like, why did you hire her for the role? Like, she didn't do any, like... And that's not how you tell someone they're not good at their job. You don't use that kind of... So So she then wrote a book called Fired huh. uh, about that experience and just um, other people's experiences. Um, and then she made a documentary hmm. that was released in 2007, also called Fired. <laughs> and it featured like a bunch of celebrities with their horror stories of how they were fired from mm-hmm. jobs and such. Mm-hmm. And then they also included... Uh, interviews with economists and with like everyday people if you will oh about times they were fired mm-hmm. and i'm kind of interested in watching this okay like people like david cross uh ben stein mm. harry shearer sarah silverman bob odenkirk mm. there's like a lot of people in this and you know just telling their stories about times they were fired it, it's, it's supposed to be like a nice little ins- inspiring <laughs> documentary you know like these folks with their their stories they came back from being fired Yes, yes. So, she's been doing pretty well since then, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Worked out well for her. And Paul Gilmartin has been hosting a podcast called The Mental Illness Happy Hour. Oh. If you're wondering what happened to Paul Gilmartin. Mm-hmm. Since 2011, he's had that podcast. Wow, when Dinner and a Movie ended. Exactly. 
he uh, he he came down with the uh, or or he realized that he had some uh, mental challenges he was going through, mm-hmm. and now he like has people on there and they talk about their mental states. Okay, yeah, I was just dinner in a movie blew me away, Alice. <laughs> you should not give Paul Gilmartin to ducks. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done here. You can watch TV on a refrigerator. I said. You can. I only found one brand that makes one. The Samsung Family Hub Refrigerator. (laughs) You can go down to Best Buy right now. (laughs) A minimum of $2,300 it'll cost you. Hmm. Up to $4,300. You can put all kinds of stuff on there. You can can use it as a baby monitor. Oh. You you can connect it to your ring, your your doorbell thing to see Mm -hmm. who's at the door. Mm -hmm. It'll tell you when your oven's preheated, when your laundry's done. (gasps) That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. It'll uh, put your calendar on there, ah, which is what I was saying. Yeah. Put photos, notes, whatever. Man. Just a big screen on your freaking refrigerator. You can upload or download cooking videos as you're cooking? Absolutely. What? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's called the family hub. Mm. Like, hey, here we go. Here's the kitchen. They're bringing back the kitchen being the hub of the family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was awesome. <laughs> and uh, finally, um, we discussed the Amish very briefly mm-hmm. about their beards. Yes. And I said that they don't have mustaches. Uh-huh. That's, that's true. Okay. That's true. Is that a religious thing? It is a belief thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily go back to religion. Oh, it goes to their, their pacifism. Mm-hmm. Um. Because uh, in the early days of the Amish, the the men in the military, um, first of all, in like the British military, they all had to have mustaches. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this will make a manlier, gents. They, they they had to have some hair above the lip. <laughs> what? Back then. <laughs> That's why women couldn't serve in the military. <laughs> there you go. But you know, I bet some could. <laughs> so a lot of military people. <laughs> I bet some could. I could. Oh, <laughs> a lot of military uh, people would have very elaborate mustaches. Oh, and, yeah. And and the Amish were often persecuted by by folks, by military oh. groups and such. And they didn't want any association with hmm. any war, fighting, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they mustaches were forbidden. That's intriguing. Yeah. And most still follow that. Like, as the years have gone on, every now and then you'll see some guys like, eh, whatever. <laughs> but most still follow that. And do you know about the beard? No. Okay. This is this is the best thing you'll hear. Hmm. The beard is like the Amish wedding ring. Aww. Like you can't <laughs> you can't grow the beard until you're married. Okay. And then the beard shows that you are a man because oh okay yeah, yeah. because you know you're not a man you're until not a you man. find a lady yep you're not a man until you get married so at least it's easier to see you know you're not like right, right, trying right. to sneak a peek at so- someone's <laughs> finger <laughs> like oh look at that that dude's he's been married for he's a long spoken time for yeah because they just let it grow oh like ZZ Top yeah exactly. The Lo- longer, longer that your beard, beard is, grows. Uh-huh. Wow. Longer they've been married. It's like a follicle calendar. <laughs> Follicular. That sounds dirty. 
body words are often dirty. That's true. It's true. Mm. Uh, last note on the Amish, mm-hmm. if you will, because they are just a fascinating people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're very, very, very clean lifestyle, etc. Yeah. So they follow that. But at 16, usually in, in most Amish cultures, I'm not going to say universally, but at 16, they encourage them to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know about this? Yeah, the rumspringer. Oh, yeah, yeah, good job. <laughs> so you leave for a few months. Sow your wild oats. Yeah, you go out there, you do your drinking, your drugging, your sexing. <laughs> you're murdering. You, well, I guess you just do whatever you want. Cinnamon challenges? <laughs> you're feeding ducks bread. <laughs> ah, take this! <laughs> you're just chomping on your armor hot dogs. Watching all kinds of refrigerator TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that Kath and Kim on? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite. So you, so you leave, and then after those few months, you come back, and they're like, okay, you've seen that world. Do you want to go there, or do you want to come back to us? Mm-hmm. And if they choose to leave, then they're gone forever. Mm. And Like Ariel. She had to like choose Ariel. to leave the sea. Oh, did she leave the sea at the end? Yeah. Stop giving spoilers! What? <laughs> What's wrong with you? God. 